Have you ever felt like your phone was controlling you more than you were controlling it? A survey by the American Psychological Association found that nearly 70% of Americans believe that they're addicted to their smartphones. And additionally, a study that the CDC conducted showed that the average American spends 7.5 hours per day on a smartphone or digital device every day. And I don't know about you, but that seems like a lot. It seems like a problem. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today on the podcast in part two of Smartphone Emancipation. How do we deal tactically with smartphone addiction? Welcome back to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the podcast that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. I'm your host, Reagan Rose. Well, I'm glad you're here for another episode. Today, as I mentioned, we're going to be talking more about phone addiction and how we battle it as Christians. Before we get into the episode, just want to tell you briefly about my morning routine planner. I have been practicing the same morning routine for the past 10 years, and it is one of the single points I can point to in my life to say that it's helped me be more productive, walk more closely with the Lord, be just more consistent as a Christian and as somebody who's trying to live a life that counts. I boiled down a lot of the principles of that into this planner. It is completely free. It's just a, a PDF that walks you through a process for going to bed a little earlier, waking up a little bit earlier, and making a plan for the day that includes studying God's word, prayer, and being more productive in general. Yours free at redeemingproductivity.com mornings. Hope that benefits you in some way. So the episode today is part two of our series on smartphone emancipation. And this one's called Five Steps to a Healthier Phone Habits, or Five Steps to Healthier Phone Habits. And in part one, we talked about the issue of smartphone addiction in general and why that's such a big deal, why we shouldn't just kind of ha-ha laugh it off. And also, I kind of evaluated the extreme option of dealing with smartphone addiction. What if we just completely gave up our phones entirely, right? And I kind of shared a little bit why that didn't work so well for me. But as I was looking into this week's episode, I came across this really cool quote because last week, I believe I said it in last week's episode, that the Bible doesn't really use the word addiction. Well, it doesn't really use it. It doesn't use it at all. It talks about addiction in terms of slavery or idolatry. And as I was looking this up, I came across a quote from one of my seminary professors, uh, John Street. He said, enslavement is an idle relationship with a mood-changing experience. And so he's substituting the word enslavement for uh, addiction. And he's saying, what is it? As a Christian talks about addiction, we would say it's enslavement. It's an idle relationship or idolatrous right? So you're, it's a worshipful type thing with a mood changing experience. And so you can see how that would be true of drugs, right? They change your mood or alcohol or something like that or gambling, right? The, the, the high, the, the thing that keeps you coming back, the reward is that hit of dopamine, that mood changing experience. And I would say, you know, if we're being honest, our phones are a mood changing experience too. And that's why we can become addicted to them because it makes you feel good. So I want to address here how we would deal with emancipating ourselves or freeing ourselves from this enslavement to our phones. And instead of going all the way to um, 
the completely getting rid of your dumb phone, which I talked about last week, I would say there's a middle ground we can hit. And we're going to give you a five-step process here to get yourself free from your phone and get you back on track if you feel like you're spending too much time with it, if you feel like maybe you're even a little bit enslaved to it. So point number one, if you're watching on the YouTube, it's up on the screen now, it's appreciate your high calling. So the first step towards getting free from smartphone addiction or um, idolatry, whatever you want to call it, is appreciate your high calling. And I think one of the things that would tempt us to not even care to whether we're free from our smartphone addiction is what I call it's my life thinking. Right, So it's this idea that you have this life that's given to you by God and okay, yeah, I've, I've bowed the knee to Christ. He's my Lord. I, but, and so I go to church on Sunday and I, I give a little bit and, and I avoid the big sins. But other than that, it's my life. It's, it's all mine. It's, it's almost like the attitude some people have towards money where they're, they're like, you know, I've, I, I give 10% to the church and the rest is mine. That's not how it works. It's all God's. The reason you give the 10% is, is, a, is an indication of your acknowledgement that this all belongs to God anyway. And so we have to avoid this it's my life thinking. And when we do, that's when we come to, hold on a minute, this isn't my life. It's God's. Um, I talk about something called the five pillars of Christian productivity, and you can read more of these uh, about these on my website, redeemyourproductivity.com. But these are sort of the theological foundation elements of a Christian approach to personal productivity. And I think number one and number two of this list really apply to this issue of smartphone addiction and why someone would even want to care enough to address this or even think that it's a problem that they spend too much time on their phone. And the first one is you belong to God. And so the point there is it's not your life, right? So it's the opposite of it's my life thinking. It's it's not my life. Therefore, I need to be responsible with the things God has given me. And the second one is that you exist to glorify God. And here's more of a, a positive motivation. It's that you've been given a mission. You've been given a mission. There's something to work on. There's something to work towards. And so you don't want to be encumbered by your phone or by anything, whether it's sinful or it's something that's just a, a plain distraction. Someone who is treating their life like they're a soldier, like they're, they're really have a mission they've been put on by God is not going to be like, yeah, but I just want to chill and relax all the time. Rest is important. Relaxation is important. Don't get me wrong. Those are, those are important things. But an attitude of my life belongs to God changes how you approach even good things, even acceptable things, non-sinful things, like your relationship with your phone or um, other permiss permissible pleasures. It says in Hebrews 12:1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I love this passage because he's, he's saying a couple of things here. One, he's saying, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which clings so closely. And so he's, he's talking about two things there. He says, let us lay aside every sin, right? So if we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. And he's referring to the, the hall of faith in Hebrews 11, all these, these, these great saints who've gone before us who trusted in God's promises. And so they followed him all out. They were, they were flat out their whole life just serving him. Okay, we've got these people. How should we live in light of that? Let's treat it like a race. We're running that race too. 
and we want to lay aside, we want to get out of our way anything that is in the way of us doing that full on. So some of that sin. But if you notice, he says it's not just sin, every weight, every weight and sin. And I think for some of us, our phones can be one of those weights. And for other people, it might be something different. Um, you know, I, I wrote a book on video game addiction. That was one of my big issues uh, is that was a good, the games are fine. They're good. They're fun. Um, enjoyed with, when enjoyed in moderation. But for me, they became a source of encumbrance to my ability to steward God's time that he's entrusted to me really well. And so if your phone is becoming that for you, then one of the things you need to do is back up and do what we're saying here. Step one, appreciate your high calling that you're not just here for you. You're here to glorify God with your life and that should change your attitude. And the immediate thing that's going to change is that should drive you to prayer. You know, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode is sometimes we joke a little bit about phone addiction. We're like, yeah, I'm on my phone more than I should be. And you know, like, you know, I spent, I spent the the morning scrolling instead of doing what I, I should have been doing. And it's like, yeah, it's, you know, we think it's funny because it's like relatable. Everybody relates to that. But if you take your calling as a Christian seriously, that hold on, my life belongs to God. I need to steward my time well. Then you're going to say, shoot, I might actually be sinning. If I'm actually enslaved, I'm actually one of those 70% of people in the U.S. who claim that they're addicted to their phone. If that actually is true, if I'm actually enslaved to this in the biblical sense, man, I should take that more seriously. Or maybe I need to make some changes, right? And so one of the things you're going to want to immediately do once you appreciate your high calling is go to prayer. If you appreciate your high calling from God, you're, it's going to lead you to prayer. First, it's going to lead you to repent if you're somebody who has, has really does have a really unhealthy relationship with their phone. It's going to lead you to say, Lord, forgive me. This is, that's, that's your time, Lord, that I'm wasting. It's not mine. It's your time I've been wasting. I've been distracted from the calling you've given me. And ask him for forgiveness. And one of the great encouragements is that even iPhone idolatry was paid for on the cross of Jesus Christ. We, all of our debts were paid by him um, if we're in Christ Jesus. So if you've trusted in him, you can have confidence and draw near to him and say, this, uh, I messed up. Forgive me. And then you ask him for help in prayer. Because here's the thing. The Lord wants to help you in the mission to glorify him. He is fully aligned with that mission for you. And so if you want that, ask him for help and he will help you. So ask that in prayer. Okay, and I would say this is just a final note before we jump into to step number two. And that's that you need to remember that the goal here of reducing your... <sighs> or renegotiating your relationship with your phone, having a healthier relationship. The goal isn't to reduce your screen time. It's to live a Christ-honoring life. My point in saying that there is you have to get the heart right. Once you get the heart right, then you can go into the tactics. But you get the heart right. This is a positive motivation. It's not just, oh, you have too much screen time. That's a sin. That's not what we're saying. We're not trying to be legalistic here. We're saying if you've got a great calling, a great mission, then... You want to go after it with everything you have, and you're going to lay aside everything that gets in the way of it. Okay, so now after we get the heart right, let's talk about the next step. And that's step number two, take a phone fast. I highly recommend this. I highly recommend this because I did this. I talked about this in last week's episode, and I told you about my experiment where I thought I was getting rid of my iPhone completely and ended up coming back to it. Um, and that felt like a failure at first, but in hindsight, I realized how much I benefited from those 
30 some odd days away from my phone, how much I gain from it that still sticks with me today. And I think one thing that, uh, an analogy that might help here is imagine a different addiction. Imagine that you were addicted to food, right? Say that was your thing, that you sort of, your besetting sin was was gluttony. You were just eating too much and you recognize, Lord, I have an idolatrous relationship with food. How would you, how would you tackle that? Well, I would hope that your answer wouldn't be, I'm never going to eat again. Food's bad. Food itself is bad and it's wrong for me to eat. And so I'll never eat again because I had a bad relationship with food. That it's going to get you killed. Well, you're not going to, that's not going to last very long. You're either going to give up and eat or you're, you're going to die of starvation, right? Uh, my, my point is when something that is not sinful in and of itself becomes sinful by being an idol in your life, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get rid of that thing completely, but you might benefit from a temporary break from it. And so I think there would might even be some wisdom for somebody who was in the situation where they had an inappropriate relationship with food, where they're eating too much, right? I know there's other idolatrous relationships with food, anorexia, we call it, or things like that. But it's purely someone who was eating too much. They might take a, a, a fast or, or do a, a very restricted diet initially, not for health reasons initially, but to sort of have, to be able to step away from something that had been this normal idolatrous relationship. And I found for myself that there were benefits when I switched to a dumb phone, I started to realize my own addiction to the phone much more clearly. I had the, um, I had the distance from it to appreciate the problems with it. So here's a couple benefits from a phone break, the ones that I experienced at least. It helps untrain you from the impulsive urge to check your phone all the time. If you don't have your phone with you, or if you leave it in another room during the day or whatever, you go to check it, you know, like it's like almost like an itch. You're like, oh, I got to see, see what's happening. And you don't have it. You start to recognize that and you, it just goes away. After a few days, I stopped checking it again because there was nothing to check. It also made me more intentional with my entertainment choices. We're going to talk more about that in a moment. But taking a break from your phone helps you think a little bit more clearly about, wait, what am I entertaining myself with? Why does it always have to be my phone? Another thing is it'll give you clarity on the importance of being present with family and friends when you have a break from your phone. Like, well, I'll say, oh, I want, I use my phone too much. I want to be more present. Well, I'll say that. But when you actually experience the difference, then you start to be like, yeah, it's a good reminder. This is really important. Maybe I do want to change long-term how I, how I deal with my phone. And the last one I would say is it gives you a sense of objectivity about just how gross phone addiction looks. And <laughs> what I mean is when you stop using your phone all the time, you immediately start noticing how much everyone else uses it. And it's kind of funny because like <laughs> every, I mean, at least to me, you initially just start silent judging everybody. You're like, wow, everyone's on their phone a lot. I'm here in the doctor's office just trying to look around. You start sounded like um, somebody complaining about the good old days or something. And you say, well, why is everyone on their phone so much? And then you realize, oh wait, that was me up until five minutes ago. But you know, hopefully you're not judging everybody, but the, the, the objectivity is helpful there. You start to see that everybody is in the sea of distraction and you're like, wait, that's me too. I need to change this relationship. I don't want, I don't want to look like that. And so it gives you objectivity. So if you decide to take a phone break and I, I recommend it, if you have an issue with your phone, take a phone break. Um, take it slow at first. Okay. Take it slow at first. I would say try um, going to the grocery store without your phone. 
or try just part of the day where you leave the phone in another room. Start there, build your way up. And then eventually get to a point where you, you say, okay, my family, we're taking a vacation. We're gonna take a week long vacation. I'm not even bringing my phone. I'm gonna tell people, you know, I'll put in backstops so I can get an email if I need to, things like that. But work your way up to taking a break. And I guarantee you're gonna, you're gonna learn from the experience. You're gonna enjoy your time eventually once the, you know, <laughs> once you come down from the, uh, the withdrawals. But long-term, it'll help you have some objectivity about your, your phone relationship. And if taking a break from your phone sounds extreme, if you're hearing this, you're like, oh, I can't do that, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that, I can't do that. Listen, that's probably a good sign that a break from your phone is exactly what you need. If you start feeling anxious even thinking about it, it's probably a good sign that you really are addicted to your phone and you need, to, you need to make some changes. One of the things you have to remember is that the Christian life is about self-denial. You know, we do give things up and it is hard and it's uncomfortable. And a lot of times we talk about things like this, about taking a break from your phone or, or not, not living your life exactly the same way as the world does because you have a higher calling. You're, you're trying to be more deliberate with your life than a lot of people. And people say, ah, oh, no, that's weird. That's too much. That's, that'd be uncomfortable. It is going to be uncomfortable because part of the Christian life is self-denial. In Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. The Christian life is about self-denial. There's no getting around that. Okay, we're going to get into the next step in just a second. But before we do this, let me ask you a quick favor. If you are enjoying this show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere that allows reviews, would you do me a favor and review the show? That really helps people to discover the show. It most importantly helps me feel really, really good about myself and my ego is probably the most important thing. I'm just teasing. But seriously, I would really appreciate it if you've listened to the show for a while or you just like it, go get a five star, go give it a five star review and um, we would really love that. Thank you. Okay, now let's talk about step number three for renegotiating a healthy relationship with your phone. Number three is make healthier diversions easier. And what I mean by this is your phone is really a diversion. And what I mean by diversion is it's, it's something to do when you have nothing else to do. It's a boredom killer. And so one of the things we can do to help address this problem if, if smartphone addiction is an issue for you is to make better options easier to do. So when I was in college, smartphones were not really a thing yet. And so I often carried around two things in my, my back pocket. In one pocket, I would have a little notebook, and that's where I took notes, jotted things down, had a little to-do list in there. In the other pocket, I had a pocket New Testament and Psalms Bible. And so anytime I had a spare moment or I was trying to kill a little bit of time, maybe waiting for a bus or waiting in line or a friend to come, come see me for coffee or something like that, I would spend that either reading the word or taking some notes in my little notebook. And it was really, really nice. So many things that help us to grow happen in the margins of life. And our phones devour the margins. And what, what I mean is you have all these little pockets of time throughout the day. At least we used to. You know, what? like I was saying, where you're waiting for something, where you're in between tasks. All of those times used to be opportunities to redeem those for better purposes. Yeah, I'm going to have a quick phone call or I'll um, 
I'll read a little bit or, you know, maybe I'll study God's word. Maybe I'll say a quick prayer, right? But our phones have eaten up those margins. So there are no spare moments anymore. They all get dumped into the attention-sucking void that is our phones. And so if we want to have, you know, all this extra time back, this marginal time that we can put towards better things, we got to renegotiate a relationship with our phone. And one of the best ways to do that is to change your environment. Let's use the analogy of um, someone who has a bad relationship with food, who's trying to lose weight or something like that. One thing that somebody would tell them, a health expert would say, replace all the junk food in your house with healthy options, right? So they'd, they'd say, move all the junk food away, just throw it away and have healthy stuff. So your environment changes so it's easier to do the things you want to do. And so if you are using your phone too much every time you're bored, maybe keep the phone in another room, change your environment, and keep your, a paper Bible or a notebook or good books you want to read or other things that help, gives you something to do when you're bored, but are maybe a little bit healthier, a little bit are going to tend towards your spiritual or your personal growth. Change your environment. Make it so easy to spend those margins of time on healthy things that it just comes naturally. Okay. And the fourth step for helping you get a healthier relationship with your phone is fight fire with fire. And what I mean by this is fight technology with technology. If our phones are distracting, well, our smartphones are incredibly powerful and people have made powerful apps to help us with the distractions. And so I'm going to just list a few apps I found tremendously helpful myself in taming my phone and all my devices in general so I can focus more on important stuff, do deeper work, um, grow spiritually, and just generally be a better steward of my life and my time. So the first one I think I've mentioned on here before is called Freedom App. Freedom. And the idea with this one is it is a VPN that blocks distracting websites and apps. And it actually works on any device. All your computers, all of your tablets, Android, um, all the iPhone, any of that stuff, all covered under one subscription and you can make it so it's automatically blocking stuff across the board. So you can make it so specific websites or specific apps, you can choose what they are. So you can do a little focused session if you want to and say, I want an hour of focused time. This helps a ton if you're trying to get something done. I do this all the time when I'm trying to get some writing done. You can also set up schedules with it. I found this really helpful. So you can say, you know, for example, I every morning do a morning routine, which I mentioned about the morning routine planner earlier. And I just block everything. I can't get on Twitter. I can't get on Instagram. I can't go on YouTube. I just take self-control out of the equation and just makes it really easy to do what I want to do. And so Fighting Fire with Fire, use the Freedom app. That's a great one. It's pretty cheap too. Um, so check that out. Another one, this is more related to um, if you struggle with the content on your phone. So we haven't talked a ton about this, you know, smartphone addiction or using your phone a lot in and of itself, short of addiction. That's not a bad thing necessarily to use your phone a lot, you know, if you're using it for work, using it for important things. But uh, there is content problems. Some people might have issues with being tempted to look at things they shouldn't be looking at on their phones. And so Covenant Eyes is something I recommend. I did a video about this a while back, sort of doing a, a review, showing exactly how it works. I have that on my, all my devices as well. It's just a great thing to have in your hopper to protect you from temptation on your devices if that's something you struggle with as well. Next one's Opal. Um, I've used this one briefly, but I'm kind of all in on freedom. Uh, Opal is probably... Uh, if you're using, if you're an iPhone iOS user, 
Actually, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just iPhone and iOS. But it's really powerful because it integrates with the, um, what do you call it? The screen time feature within iOS. So it's really, really powerful, being very granular about blocking different stuff. And it's not a VPN, so it doesn't interact or interfere if you have another VPN. So check out Opal. That one's really cool. has some uh, awesome features to it. And uh, I think we have one more. Yes, OneSec. That's the name of the app. O-N-E space S-E-C. This one is on iPhone and Android now. And what I like about this is it's not a blocker exactly like Freedom is. It just forces you to pause and reflect and ask yourself, do I really want to open that app? So basically what you do is you say you have a problem going on Instagram too much, right? You enable one sec to basically each time you try to open Instagram, it pops up a little screen. You can customize this that counts down, gives you just a couple seconds and it, you know, you can put a prompt there that you customize. Say, do you really want to open this? You know, should you do something else instead? And it just basically untrains that muscle memory thing where you're just, you know, like we're like all pros on our phones. You do, do like this crazy thing with your fingers without even thinking. And you just have, go in and you're like, I don't know how I got on Twitter. This enables you to be more thoughtful about that. So those are a couple really good options if you want to fight fire with fire with your technology and uh, be a little bit more intentional with how you use it. Number five, this is the fifth step you're going to want to take if you want to have a healthier relationship with your phone. And I would recommend taking all of these steps. If you have an issue with your phone, going in this order step by step is going to make some changes for you. It's gonna be helpful. So this last one is make rules for yourself. Um, so this is kind of like a level above using an app to block distractions. This is deciding in advance how you are going to use your your devices, being kind of rigid with yourself about, for example, I I have a rule, I don't keep any games on my phone because I have a problem with video games. I can't stop playing once I start. So I just don't do that. I'm like, this is not, I'm not gonna use it for that. I um, often don't keep social media apps on there, right? Uh, you can make these different rules. You could say, I don't use my phone after 8 p.m. or before 8 a.m., right? And so you're saying it's not going to bother me during breakfast. I'm not going to look at it before I go to bed. You're just making these rules for yourself so that how you use your phone is not so much controlled by how you're feeling in the moment, but more by a decision you made soberly in advance. And so when you go to your phone, oh, no, I don't use my phone after eight, so I'm not going to do it. Instead of I feel like using my phone, so I'm just going to do it. You just put a little structure in yourself. And none of these should be taken legalistically. These are all just my advice to you. And if you adopt these or make rules of your own, don't put them on other people or judge other people for doing something different than you. All of this stuff, we got to have a lot of grace um, towards ourselves because this is a hard thing and it's a new thing, relatively speaking, to humankind. Um, and we should have a lot of grace towards others too that may not actually have the same problem with their phone that you do. And that's good for them. But uh, it's okay to maybe set up some rules for yourself. That's not legalism. That's just called wisdom. Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope something in this episode was helpful to you, that it encouraged you in some way. If you're struggling with your smartphone, using it well, I feel it. I feel it too. Let's let's help each other. Let's be wise in these things. Let's remember that our calling is great. Our God is worthy of our full service. And that may mean some self-denial, but... The reward for that is so much better than the temporary joy we get from just being distracted all the time. 
it's better. It is genuinely better. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on a podcast player, please do give us a review if you can on there. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe for more productivity from a Christian worldview. And I'll see you again here next week. Bye.